Hey guys, you're listening to What I Know So Far with me, author S.R. Crawford. Hey guys, today I wanted to try out a long form podcast episode. I don't know if it's going to work, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy it or if you're going to enjoy it, but I thought I'd give it a try. The first episode, today's episode, is going to be about awareness, which is like my favourite thing. If you have ever considered things like mindfulness, self-development, journaling, spirituality, manifestation and law of attraction, meditation, self-love or anything like that to do with personal development, then this episode is for you. Because we can all get a bit overwhelmed by all these things that we know could help us better our lives and ourselves. But then we also get confused about what is actually for us and what isn't and what is worth our try. But firstly... You should know that not everything will work for you personally. What works for the influencer who suggested it to you might not work for you. What the author wrote about in their self-help book may not apply to your life at all. That's why you need to take a step back. There's only one thing you need to concern yourself with and the rest will follow and that's awareness. Awareness is, in my definition, being fully awake. Awake to what is going on around you and within you at any given time. Awareness is therefore clarity, intention, purpose, mindfulness and so much more. The reason we need intention is because I believe it is the start of everything. It is the most fundamental part of self-exploration, transformation and wellness. If you care about living your best life, if you care about growing and adapting and always becoming your best self, if you care about being healthy and happy as much as possible in life, then awareness should be your bread and butter. Awareness should be the thing you turn back to again and again. When you're falling short or something feels off, simply look to your awareness. For if you are aware most of the time, you are able to notice what is happening. Let me explain further by going into how awareness works in specific areas of our life. Firstly, there's our thoughts and our feelings. I've started with this one because it is perhaps one of the most important. Most of us are not actually aware of our thoughts and feelings. We just think and feel automatically. Paying attention to thoughts and feelings is important for many reasons. Firstly, it can give insight into certain situations. For example, say you got angry at a friend for seemingly no reason. If you are aware of your thoughts and feelings, you might realise that perhaps you woke up sad that day and so this seeped into the rest of your day and made you snappy at your friend. Or maybe with awareness, you could spot that you had a negative thought about your friend earlier that day that you felt like she was better than you and so when you spoke to her, that jealousy was already there and it made you snap. Without this awareness, we can have bad situations, bad confrontations that could be avoided. Negative thoughts and feelings grow and fester when they're not stopped or addressed. Awareness helps us to spot them, stop the cycle and address what may have caused them. Positive thoughts and feelings happen too but our lack of awareness means we can miss them. We can wrongfully think that all we ever have are negative thoughts and feelings when this could be far from the truth. Instead, Appreciate positive thoughts and feelings and give energy to them when they come and intentionally cultivate more of them. Recurring thoughts and feelings are an indicator that something deeper is wrong or off. With awareness, we can see these patterns and start to think about what they really mean. There may be something that we need to fix, change, confront or other. 
My therapist once said to me that recurring thoughts and feelings are a sign of a core belief. Core beliefs are deep-rooted ideas that affect us from the inside on a regular basis. My therapist thought that maybe my core belief was what had caused my social anxiety and this belief is that I'm boring. You can see how this could be a problem and how it could affect my life. Being aware of thoughts and feelings could alert you to damaging core beliefs that you may have about yourself, which may be affecting your life in a very real, very painful way. Once we recognise these, though, we can confront and tackle them with actionable steps. The next one is relationships. With awareness, we can recognise how we treat people. Sometimes we can just speak or act without thinking, and this can be bad if you're doing or saying things without intention. Perhaps you could be rude to people without realising it. Maybe you're not a very good listener. Awareness can help you to realise this and rectify it. It is important to treat people right, and so a level of awareness is needed to ensure that every encounter is positive. The same goes for how people treat you. Again, we can go about our lives and not realise that people around us are treating us badly. Maybe they constantly make jokes that upset us and we allow it. Maybe they are emotionally abusive, but we don't recognise it. Awareness helps us to ensure that we are awake to how people treat us, how they make us feel, and helps us to then set boundaries and confront issues in our relationships. Time spent together is important, but without awareness, we can go about our busy lives and neglect those around us. Without realising it, it could be months since you last spent any quality time with loved ones. With awareness, though, we can be mindful of our relationships and we can ensure that we make time for the right people. An important thing to consider is the energy that is given on a regular basis. What energy is shared with you? What energy are you sharing? Awareness gives us heightened senses in a way, which helps us to feel energy from people and be aware of the energy that we put out. Detach yourself from negative or dark energies and ensure that you're not putting those kind of energies out onto others either. How people make you feel is important. Awareness helps us to realise this and adjust accordingly. The next one is our finances. This is a quick one. Awareness helps us to see what we spend our money on. Simple. It helps us to track, be mindful of our outgoings and be more budget oriented. Without awareness, we are more likely to be reckless spenders who struggle financially. If you are having money troubles, awareness is key to confronting it fixing it and living better. The next one is our habits and our goals. With awareness, we turn off the autopilot and instead we begin to take the wheel. We begin to take control. We do things with more purpose and intention because we're mindful of our actions and why we're doing what we're doing. This means you're less likely to rot in front of the TV for hours on end and more likely to think about key habits that you've been trying to cultivate. If you're trying to instill a habit into your lifestyle or work towards an important goal, but you've been falling short, I promise you that it may be down to your level of awareness day to day. There's no need for a complicated planner or habit trackers or whatever else if you are keenly aware of your actions. With awareness, you will notice what your pitfalls and weaknesses are and therefore you'll be able to work around them or plan for what to do in those situations. For example, you could realise that you are a bad shopper who buys loads of chocolate when you do your shopping on a Saturday afternoon. 
Therefore, if you know yourself well enough, you could then decide to go shopping on a Sunday morning instead so that you won't buy those chocolates that have been ruining your diet. Do you see how it works? Do you see how it can fix bad habits by having awareness of what your actions are, what your weaknesses are, what your habits are and what you're doing? Simple. The last one is happiness and other key emotions. With awareness, you will be more aware of how you feel and what triggers a reaction out of you. Some people think that they can't help how they feel, so they say. But what if you could? Thoughts and feelings are natural. They happen automatically and they can come and go freely without judgment or worries. In fact, they should come and go freely without judgment or worries. However, emotions are different. Emotions are stronger and last longer. You can feel any one emotion forever if you're not careful. With awareness, though, we can spot what these emotions are doing. We can see what they have come to teach us and where they came from in the first place. And then we can decide whether they should be challenged or whether they should be allowed to stay. Happiness is very much a choice only because you can choose to sit in any emotion when you're choosing to be without awareness. Instead, when you're aware of them, the emotions then greet you and you are then able to ask why it's here and what it wants. Then when you know why it's here and what it wants, you can decide what to do with it. Happiness is generally what we all want to feel. And with awareness, we can ensure that it's always there, even when it is perhaps slightly shadowed by other emotions that are sitting with us too. Because all emotions have a place and a purpose, all emotions are important and valid, just as happiness is. So choose, with awareness and intention, to invite happiness in, allow it to stay, but also be aware of the important messages that the other emotions have to offer too. Because I believe, and I've put it in another blog post, that all of our emotions have something important to tell us. There's a reason that we feel certain emotions. Thoughts and feelings, as I say, will come and go. But emotions, they're very important and they hold a lot of information if you allow yourself to be aware of them and to question them and allow them to do what they've come to do. I could go on and on about the benefits of awareness, but this podcast is already long enough. I hope I've tapped into the most important ones to get you started though. So now let's think about how we can be more self-aware. The best way to be more self-aware is to have more moments of stillness, presentness and quiet. When we are quiet and still, we are able to hear and listen. We are able to notice our surroundings and our feelings with ease. If you wish to tap into a state of awareness at any moment, intentionally get still and quiet in any way that is comfortable to you and you will feel it happening. The next is journaling. The habit of journaling nearly every day has opened myself, my mind, my feelings and my intentions right up. I understand things about myself and my life in new ways. I'm able to analyse situations and fix them in my mind. I can turn a bad feeling into a good one with a simple shift in perspective. Journaling helps us to question our intentions, question our perceptions and perspectives, which is all key to self-awareness. The last one is to just be mindful. If you are simply going about your day mindlessly, there's no room for awareness, no room for clarity or comfort. But with mindfulness, we are awake to the now. We are present. Mindfulness isn't as complicated as you may think. Instead, it's just about bringing yourself into the now 
being where you are and doing what you're doing with attention and focus on that one thing. Brush your teeth without thinking about anything except for the bristles against your teeth, gums and tongue. It's walking and paying attention to the sound of your footsteps, to the wind against your skin, the movement of the river or the swaying of the trees. Mindfulness is just using your five senses and being attentive to them. But my favourite is following the breath, to intentionally and mindfully breathe and follow how it fills the lungs and puffs up the chest and then how it feels to be released from the mouth and puff out the belly. So to summarise guys, awareness isn't complicated. I could have summed this podcast episode up into just a few words, attention, intention and mindfulness. When we are aware of what we're doing, thinking and feeling, we are able to ensure that we act with intention. That we aren't mindlessly acting or reacting, but instead living with purpose. When you do choose to live with purpose, all the crap and the nonsense just slips away. Suddenly, you only have space for what truly matters to you. And that means that you'll always have the best relationships, the best items in your space the right habits and goals that come from an authentic place and emotions that are needed rather than ones that aren't. When we choose to be aware, the world and life is much simpler. When we choose to be in the present moment, we are awake, we are alive and we are ready to be our best selves. Let me know if you prefer these long form podcasts or the shorter ones. I think I might do a mixture of the two, but we'll see. But for now, Take care and I'll speak to you next week, guys.